0: believe that God will minister to all of us today and uh, he will teach us from his word and he would help us. This morning I wanted to share on an important topic called prayer. I'm sure you have heard this over and over again. You have read it, you have heard people telling you and from small, we have seen even our parents, our grandparents asking us, did you pray today? Did you pray today? And prayer is such an important you know, ex- spiritual exercise for all of us. Let's look to God in prayer. Father, I thank you. Lord, we sang, if ever I love thee, Lord, it is now. Let that be that, let it be a truth, O oh Lord. When we sing so, help us today to evaluate our love for you through this sermon on prayer. You will hide me behind the cross. You will minister to me and to all of us through your word. Your word is for all of us, including me. I pray that you would minister to us and build us. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Prayer is one of the most privileged spiritual exercises God has given to man for us to practice it every day. And uh, Christians find it the most difficult practice to follow. Whether we are young Christians, matured Christians, even pastors, believers, evangelists. And prayer will become a delight only if we begin to pray Regularly. When you and I begin to pray regularly, it will become a delight. Our soul, our spirits will be drawn to be with God somehow. And uh, by praying, we stand with God to establish His will. We stand with God in establishing His will. I remember reading about Sadhu Sundar Singh, who said that uh, prayer is like a hen sitting on an egg to hatch. There is life inside the egg, but an has to brood over it, sit over it 21 days. And after that, it comes into life in the world. Similarly, prayer, there's a will of God. And as we pray, we stand with God to establish his will. Prayer is seeking the face of God. It is the greatest joy one can get. And it is to get into the presence of God. The Bible says in Psalm 65 and verse 2, You answer prayer to you, all people will come. David had experienced firsthand in his life that he is a God who answers prayer. It means he is a God who listens to a cry. And David, in his experience, writes, writes this psalm and sings this Psalm, oh, you who answer prayer to all people will come. Maybe I can ask Pastor Sunny one day to write a nice song or someone to write a nice song. You know, from Psalm 62 verse, uh, 65 verse 2. God hears our cry. And uh, Isaiah 66 and verse 23 the Bible says and shall come to be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath all mankind will come to bow before the Lord, before me says the Lord. A day is coming when we be- will become so caught up with God moon, new moon to new moon from Sabbath to Sabbath 24 hours without any without any gap there will be people crying out to God one day and no doubt People from all religion pray. You know that? All religion pray. Muslims pray five times a day. Hindus pray. Anything they see, they pray. They they think of their God or goddesses and they do it. And the Bible says in Psalm 66 and verse 19, But truly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. He attends to our voice. What a joy. He attended to the voice of my prayer. This is the experience of the psalmist who wrote it. David had an experience and this psalmist is a different psalmist. And he had another experience and he says that he has attended to the voice of my prayer. He attends to a voice. What a joy for you and me to know that when you and I cry out to God, He attends to our voice, our feeble voice, our fearful voice, our voice that is stained with sin, our voice that is stained with guilt, and yet God hears from heaven. And I wanted to ask this question, is prayer a necessity? And the, I can ask an encounter question also to myself, is breathing a necessity? Is eating a necessity? I'm sure you get to know whether prayer is a necessity or not. If breathing is a necessity and eating is a necessity, then prayer is in no way less than that. I want to share with you four reasons that tell me prayer is a necessity. The first one is Jesus commanded us to pray. Luke 18 and verse 1, then Jesus told his disciples a parable. To show them that they should always pray and not give up. Look at those three, two phrases. Always pray and not give up. Here God is teaching his disciples how important is prayer. And he was going into secluded places all alone, whole night, early morning. And before uh, before every challenge that he faced, he went into God's presence to pray. And uh, Jesus taught us to pray and how to pray. Jesus taught us to pray and how to pray or what to pray in Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 to 9. You read that. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole scripture. When you pray, please understand verse 6, verse 5. When you pray, Matthew 6 and verse 5. When you pray and then... In verse six, and when you pray, but when you pray, and verse seven, but when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. Here you find Jesus did not tell them, if you pray, do it. No, when you pray, He, he told them as it, it as, as if it's a necessity and it's a it's a it's a thing that is known to them. And when you pray, do this. When you pray, when you pray. Three times you find when you pray, when you pray, when you pray. And you find also in verse 9, this then is how you should pray. When you pray, and then he said, this is how you should pray. And then he told told them how the people should pray. So you find here that Jesus taught us to pray and how to pray. And when you pray, when you pray, that means it's, uh, it's, uh, it's taken for granted that The disciples prayed when you pray. And then you find God rejoices when we pray. It's another wonderful thing. You know, it's not only a delight, a joy for us that God hears, attends to our cry, but also God rejoices when we pray. You read that in Psalm 86 and verse 5, Lord, you, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Abounding in love. God loves to... Pour out his love upon everyone. And when we call on to him, it's such an amazing and a joyful thing. Recently, I was in my relative's house a few days ago. And uh, uh, they're the little one, uh, their little daughter, uh, been in the house for more than one and a half years because of this COVID. She was very shy when, uh, when we went there. She was not coming to us. But slowly and steadily, I began to work, her, work on her, slowly talk to her, slowly paid attention to her. Then after some time, she began to come to me. Till I got into the car and left, she was lifting her hand and saying, carry me, little one. I was so delighted. The little one, you know, coming to me and I began to think how God is delighted when we come to him, when we go to him in prayer, God rejoices when we are in love. He poses love. And many pathetically, we miss out this love. We miss out making God happy. We miss out going to God with our hands lifted up and say, Lord, carry me. I'm a ch- small child. I need you. I love you. Help me. And then next one is, Paul told the church to pray. That's an important thing. Paul cho- told the church to pray. He prayed for the church. There are many prayers in Colossians and Ephesians and Philippians and so many places. Uh, Corinthians, he prayed for the church. But he also told the church to pray. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, he said, pray without ceasing. This is one of God's will, he said. Pray without ceasing. That means uh, don't, it, it's not that 24 hours you have to be in, in the closet in prayer, but our spirit should be so connected with God. Anything that happens in our life, anything that we see, any challenges we face, our spirit should connect immediately with God. That is what praying without ceasing. You and I should develop that because so many anxieties, so many worries, so many challenges, so many fears come away suddenly. And it takes away our our attention on God. It takes away, it saps our spiritual energy. And here Paul told the disciples, pray without ceasing. And you find also in 86 and verse 3, David's prayer, for unto you I cry all day long. He says, Lord, without ceasing, I pray for you. You know, David was a warrior. He was a shepherd. He was into battle, into governing. But you say, he said one thing, for unto you I cry, cry all day long. Whole day we can be in an attitude of prayer and to talk to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Um, recently, the climate uh, uh, change conference was there abroad, and one guy from India went. I know him, he was from our area in Chennai. He had gone there and he has attended the meeting as one of the delegates for uh, some organization. And he was posting, he was posting pictures with a lot of celebrities and, uh, you know, world leaders. And even with our prime minister, he posted it on the Facebook saying, I am with this person, I am with that person. When I was thinking of it, I felt that how are we with God? Can we be joyful? Can we be thankful and say, Lord, I can, I can be with you and I want to be you. For unto you, I cry all day long. For unto you, I cry all day long. And this is what David prayed. And you and I can do that. You and I can do that. And also Jesus uh, not only told us uh, to pray, but also, one minute please, I don't know what's happening. And Jesus commanded us to pray. And then Jesus told us to pray and how to pray. He taught us how to pray. And God rejoices when we pray. And Paul told the church to pray. So we find that prayer is a necessity. Prayer is a necessity. What I'm going to tell you now, henceforth, you may think, oh, I know already. What is prayer? I know it already. You know, Paul writing to the Philippians, he said, for me to write to you the same thing is not burdensome, but for you, it is safe. Even now, when I get a chance to read something on prayer, I read it. You know why? Because I'm a human and I forget how important prayer is. I may be a pastor, but sometimes we forget. So I like to read it. And again, it's a good reminder to me, to all of us, to know what is prayer. So don't feel bad. I'm not talking to, uh, you should not think I'm not a Sunday school kid for you to teach me what is prayer. But this is for your safety and my safety. The first one, what is prayer? It is a worship unto God. It's a worship unto God. In Psalm 141 and verse 2, he cried out and said, May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. He said, Lord, I want this to be a worship unto you. A worship unto you. Maybe this was the scripture John wrote in the book of Revelation. We will see that scripture later. Let my prayer be set before you as incense, uh, no sweet aroma that could really reach your throne and say how much I worship you. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. My prayer and worship and worship and prayer goes together. And in Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 to 26, at that time, Jesus said, I praise you. Look at the way Jesus is speaking to his father. I praise you father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, father, for this was your good pleasure. I praise you because of your good pleasure, because you give revelations, because you love to reveal yourself to us. And he prays, he prays. It's a worship unto God. And all our prayers are a worship unto God. And I remember uh, uh, reading the story of that song, Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to thy bosom bosom fly. And uh, going to the last two lines in the second verse, cover my defenseless head with the shadow of thy wing. I remember reading a story of a man who was very old. He was in the ship sailing uh, to another country. And uh, he st- stood, you know, at the, at the edge of the ship, looking at the sea, looking at the sky. He lifted up his hands and he was singing this song all alone in the evening. And it was quite cold. Another man who heard this song realized this voice looks very familiar. And this lo- song, I've heard it once before. Somebody singing. So he cl- goes close by. He's also an elderly man. He goes... And after this man sings this song, he looked at him, asked him, were you in the army uh, of a such and such a, a team and uh, the southerners? He said, yes. This was during the civil war in the US. Uh, he said, yes, I was in the war. And then he said, did you sing this song one evening, one night? He said, yes, I was a sentry for that night and I was very frightened, anything could happen to me. So I was praying this song, I was worshiping and praying the song as a prayer. And this man said with tears, you know something? I was on the opposite side. I was belonging to the opposite side. I took my gun to shoot you, that I was aiming for your head. I took the gun, I kept my finger on the trigger and lifted up to shoot you. And as I was about to shoot you, pull the trigger, you said, oh Lord, cover my defenseless head with the shadow of the wing. And I could not pull the trigger. Something held me from doing it. I don't know what, I felt very bad. I couldn't shoot you, but I could not do it. I couldn't do anything. And whole night I tried, I couldn't do it. I want to shoot you dead. And the next day morning, you were not there. You were gone. And this man, with tears in his eyes, said, Surely, your song was a prayer unto God. My dear brother, my dear sister, our prayers, our worship can be a prayer, and our prayers can be a worship unto God, which God hears. And prayer is a pleasant aroma to God. We already, I told you that, how he said, that let it come into your presence like a, incense and here you find that john says and when he had taken the book the four beasts and four twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of orders which are the prayers of saints or full of incense which are the prayers of the saints it's a pleasant aroma to god it reaches god's presence delights god my brother my dear sister your voice and my voice voice, however feeble, however weak it is, and whatever be the situation we are in, and whatever be our spiritual experience, it, it is a sweet incense to God. It reaches his presence in fullness. And prayer is seeking God's favor. Moses pleaded in NIV, it says sought the favor. With the, with the Lord is God and said, Lord, why does your anger burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt, the great power and with a mighty hand? I'm just giving you the scripture just to say how Moses sought the favor of God. Prayer is seeking the favor of God. It is not twisting God's hand. It is seeking God's favor in your life, in my life. Seeking God's favor for our family members seeking God's favor for a wayward person to show that, you no, to, to, to make that person know that God loves them. You and I can seek God in prayer and say, Lord, answer my cry and hear me. And Moses said, Lord, I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek you. I'm going to seek your favor. When God's anger was hot against the people, Moses could stand there in the gap and Plead the favor of God. Today, there are people who are seeking the favor of God, but a very minority, very small group, not a big group, very small group seeking the favor of God, that people will repent and come to know the Lord. We pray for our families, we pray for our for our for our children, for our work, for our health, for our protection. But here, Moses was seeking favor for his people. Prayer is pouring out one's soul to God. Not so. This is how Hannah prayed. When Eli came and asked her whether she was drunk, He, she replied saying, not so, my Lord. Hannah replied, I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I am pouring out my soul to the Lord. I am pouring out my soul to the Lord. We are people, there are counselors in the world today, Christian counselors, secular counselors, and we counsel people, and people come and pour out their pain and agony to us, but here is a lady, she says, who was deeply troubled, look at the word, deeply troubled, everything was confused, there was no hope. The enemy was mocking at her. She had a need. A desperate need. She didn't have a child. In that deeply troubled state. In that painful shameful state. In the state where she was mocked at. She says Lord. I am pouring out my soul. And she's telling Eli, Eli. I am pouring out my soul to the Lord. My dear brother. My dear sister. Whatever be. The thing that is troubling you deeply. Anytime. Today maybe everything is fine. But anytime in your life. You are deeply troubled over something. You have a place wherein you can pour out your soul to God. And you know what? God heard a cry. God gave her a son who became a prophet of God. Last judge as well as a prophet. God used him powerfully. In the ministry. To anoint two kings. And in 2nd Chronicles 20. This is how Jehoshaphat prayed. When three kings. Club themselves together to attack him. Attack his people. And the people bring in the news. Saying there is a huge multitude of people. You read 2nd Chronicles 20. He says a huge multitude of people. Are coming to attack you. We are gone. And this is how he prays. Lord we have no power. Against this great multitude. That is coming against her. Nor do we know what to do. We have no power. We have no knowledge. We have no idea what to do. But. Our eyes are upon you. But my eyes. Our eyes. My eyes. Our family eyes. Are upon you. You read that second Chronicles 20. Such a beautiful story. How God intervenes and tells him tells Joseph through his prophet the battle is not yours it belongs to the Lord the moment you came crying and trusting me the battle is transferred I become the commander I become the soldier I become your shield I become your weapon I, be, I become the play, plan, a person who will plan the warfare and I will take care And read the chapter full. And you find how. God set ambushes. And all the three nations fought against each other. Killed themselves. And the spoil belonged to Jehoshaphat. In your desperation. My desperation. We can do that. Our soul to God. We can pour out our soul to God. That is the cry of God. And next one is. Prayer is crying out to heaven. Here Psalm Psalm 102 and verse 17 hears the prayers of the destitute. Destitute, poor, wretched, helpless. He hears the prayer. If you and I are poor, wretched, in our sinful condition, when we cry out to him, he hears the prayer of the destitute. He heard the prayer of the person on the cross. Who cried out to god what an encouragement for you and me and prayer is crying out to heaven the whole heaven will watch you and me crying out to god now because of this two people king Hezekiah and the prophet isaiah the sons of amos prayed and cried out to heaven when they faced challenge 2 Chronicles 30-20, we read in 20 uh, how Zehoshaphat cried out. Here we find how Ezekiah, along with prophet Isaiah, they cried out to heaven. Crying out to God, crying out to heaven. Heaven hears our prayer. You find that in Psalms 20-24, to 24, For he was not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. I'm just giving you scriptures because it's so precious that the scriptures will speak to you and me. Here is the psalmist saying, He has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. How many today are crying out to the governments, to the counselors, to the MLAs, ministers for help, even churches for help? They are afflicted, they are in need. But here the Bible says, but God has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted. Neither has he hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. He has listened to the to his cry for help. He will listen to your cry. And he will listen to my cry for help. That's your God and my God. I know a family. A godly family. They have two daughters. And uh, it happened maybe about eight, nine years ago, she was coming back from college. I'm not uh, putting a fright on you. Please uh, be brave. She was walking in Shivajanaga bus stop. A uh, omnivan came side by. They men there pulled her inside and put a tape on her mouth, closed the door and went away. Nobody saw what was happening. Suddenly it happened. They took her away. And uh, she didn't know what, what was happening. And uh, she, say, she says later that she could smell alcohol, cigarette. And she, her hands and legs were tied. And she was made to lie down. And somehow she struggled and, kneeled, and she knelt down. And she looked to God in prayer. Loudly she said, she prayed to God. Loudly. She's cried out to God for help. She says, I don't know what happened. Within few minutes, those men came, put me back in the car. They removed my, uh, they untied my hand and my feet, removed the plaster from my mouth. They said, don't make a noise and we will send you back. And they brought her back somewhere and put her out of the, in a lonely place, put her out of the vehicle and drew and went away. They didn't do any harm to her. When I, hear that, when I heard that, I felt how good God is. Crying out to God. That's what Ezekiah said. That's what the psalmist says. When we are afflicted, when we are in pain, when we are in fear, when we are in danger, we can cry out to God and he will hear our prayers. And next one is prayer is drawing near to God. For it is good for me to draw near to God. I put my trust in the Lord that I may declare all your works. It is good for me to draw near to God. We want closeness with our family members, with friends. We want people to be close to us, understand us, love us, care for us. And here the psalmist is saying, by prayer, I can draw draw close to God. It is good for me. To draw near to God. What is good for you and me today? What do we think, consider as good for you and me? It is to work, earn, buy things, make life comfortable, easy. Yes, all that is good. All that is good. But more than that, through prayer, you and I can draw near to God. And prayer is kneeling before God, humbling ourselves before God. Ephesians 3.14 For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is to humble ourselves. Prayer is humbling ourselves and showing our dependency upon God. And saying, Lord, without you, I am nothing. How Jehoshaphat said, Lord, we, I have no power. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Here by humbling ourselves, we connect with God and God delights. When he sees our humility, when he sees our humility, God delights to see that. And prayer is talking to God. Talking to God. You know, it's not just, um, you know, taking our request to God. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just talking to God. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was among those who called on his name. They called on the name and he answered them. You and I can talk to God. Just tell God, Lord, I love you. Today we sang that song. Lord, if ever I love you, Lord, it is now. Instead also we can add and say, Lord, if ever I love you, let it be now. I want to love you. I want to delight talking to you. I wanted to enjoy my fellowship with you. Moses, Aaron and Samuel did it. There was a boy who had a hearing problem from the time he was born. They tried to keep an hearing aid because uh, he could not hear because the nerve that was connecting his ear to the brain was damaged. So they Through surgery, they planted a nerve between his earring and his brain. And they tested his hearing. And the first person who spoke to him was his father. The boy was tensed, sitting. What's going to happen? Suddenly, he could hear his father's voice. He could hear his father talk. His father was talking, he could hear it. He was delighted. That he could hear his father's voice. Reading about that, I felt we should be like that. Talking to God. Taking every effort to hear from God and connect with God. And prayer, I wanted to recap quickly. Prayer is worship unto God. Prayer is a pleasant aroma to our God. Prayer is seeking God's favor. Prayer is pouring out one soul to God. Prayer is crying out to heaven. Prayer is drawing near to God. Prayer is kneeling before God, humbling ourselves before God. Prayer is talking to God, communicating with him, talking to him, telling him how much we love him, how much we love him. Jesus prayed. If Jesus has prayed, how much more? you and I should follow. Jesus is shown to be praying at least 38 times in the Gospels. 38 times they show him praying, nearly 38 times. Jesus prayed for himself and he prayed like this, glorify your son, that your son also may glorify you as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. Jesus prayed on the cross, 23, 34, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He appealed to God for others. He appealed to God for others. And Mark 27, 46, and Mark 15, 34, he said, my God, my God, why has you forsaken me? He was addressing his confusion to God. Jesus was addressing his, uh, his uh, uh, affliction and, uh, and struggle to God. And Jesus prayed in Luke 23, For Father, into thy hands I commit myself. He attaches himself to God. And he approaches God and says, Lord, into your hands I commit. Jesus prayed for you and me. How is your prayer life today? And here the Bible says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as Lord. John also taught his disciples. They never looked to Jesus and said, Lord, tell us how to cast out demons or how to heal people, how to do miracles, how to do great signs and wonders. They saw Jesus doing all those things. But instead, one thing that attracted them was the prayer of, of Jesus. And you know what they said? Teach us to pray. They never told him, teach us how to pray teach us to pray you and i need that request lifted up to god lord teach me to pray teach me to pray not how to pray i know how to pray but i'm not praying teach me to pray speak to me how's your prayer life what is your prayer life like is it cold? Is it once in a way? Or is it on a regular basis? You pull yourself away to be with God. God wants to help you and me. I repeat again, what is prayer? Prayer is worship unto God. Prayer is a pleasant aroma unto God. Prayer is seeking God's favor. Prayer is pouring out one soul to God. Prayer is crying out to heaven. Prayer is drawing near to God. Prayer is kneeling before God. Prayer is talking to God. All this is fine. But three things that really, I like all these things, but three things really touches me more than all that is prayer is worship unto God. You worship God in prayer. Prayer is drawing near to God to be transformed into his likeness. Prayer is talking to God. Prayer is worship unto God. Prayer is drawing near to God. Prayer is talking to God. Yes, all the other things are there. But I just want to say the three best I love. And if you and I can choose to draw, to, draw near to God, he will surely hear our crying. And Bible encourages us to pray for our needs, for our welfare, for protection, for ministry, for family. But above all, you and I should pray for our soul's welfare and strength. I want to give you a few suggestions before I close. wanted to give this start right away today after the service to pray if you are neglecting prayer start today don't think yes i know about prayer i've heard about prayer we don't know how a day and a situation will turn out for all of us it's important we delight the heart of god Take a time today off, today's Sunday. I'm sure you have enough time. If you've never started to have a regular time of prayer, if your soul is dry, if your inner personality is withering, go into God's presence today after the service. Take your Bible and look to God in prayer. Select a time and seek to maintain the time for 21 days and it will become a habit. Select a time, a precious time and seek to maintain that time. Select a place also in your home. Shut yourself off with God. Start off maybe for 10 minutes. Note down what you should pray for. Do it for 21 days regularly at the set time and see it will become a habit. Seek the help of the Holy Spirit to help you pray every day. You know something? The Bible says the Spirit helps us in our infirmities because we do not know what to pray for as we ought but He helps us with groanings to intercede for us and He is always willing to bless our spirits and our souls so that we can cry out to God in prayer and select The prayers in the Bible and use it in your prayer time. If you do not know how to pray, select the prayers in the Bible, Old Testament, in the New Testament, where Paul prayed, Peter prayed, and Jesus prayed. Select those passages, begin to ponder over it, pray those prayers, putting yourself there, your family there, your need there, your challenges there, and see the difference. That's going to make in your life. Yes my dear brother. My dear sister. Coming week. We are going to have. dawn to. Noon prayer. And as. Sonny's, Pastor Sunny said. This is the penultimate. Month. There's one more month. You and I can come to God and say Lord. We want to pray for ourselves. And the community. Join us. In our AGAG group, we have the prayer schedule being put out. We want to see many people joining in this prayer. Don't neglect, don't just one hour keep yourself off on Saturday. I'm going to join. I'm going to join in this prayer. If I have breath, if I have life inside me, I will talk to my family. I will talk to you. I talk to you because I have life. If I don't have life, if I'm dead, I cannot talk. I cannot talk. Similarly is with our prayer. If our spiritual life is vibrant, lively, we will talk. If there is no hunger and thirst to pray separately, alone with God, to be with God, Or if we do not have that desire to join in corporate prayer, there is something deeply wrong inside. As a servant of God, as a pastor, because I love you, I wanted to encourage you. Join us together. Take time off from today to be with God. Tell him, Lord, I want to change. I want my life to change. I want to be a blessing. Start right away today after service. Select a time and maintain that for 21 days and it will become a habit. And seek the help and the assistance of the Holy Spirit to pray. And select the prayers on the Bible and use it in your prayer and see the difference it's going to make. And God bless you. Let's look to God in prayer. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Worship you. Worship you, Lord. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. Worship you. Worship you.